It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning. Welcome to Monday. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, glad to have you with us as uh, we get ready to kick off a brand new day and a brand new week. Let's uh, let's check in with Ward. Ward, good morning. How are we? Outstanding. You're you're wearing your Red Raiders shirt today. Absolutely. After a big win over Kansas State on Saturday. Um, I didn't even think about that. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, you're, you're wearing it for Mahomes, aren't you? Yes. All right. That was a good deal yesterday for him. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Anybody think that he was uh, going to struggle in the second half after watching him hobble off the field in the first, at the end of the first? Didn't look good. Did not look good. Ryan, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you, Tom? Good. Big party? Big party. Smoked some ribs and wow. the like. It was good. Fun uh, time. We did a bunch of soups for Super Bowl, and it was good. What was your favorite soup out of the lot? I don't know what it was. I mean, it had a little bit of this and a little bit of that in it. It had some sausage. It had... Uh, oh, it was just one flavor soup? You didn't do, like, multiple ones? Oh, no. There was multiple ones. Oh, okay. But... uh this particular soup just had a little bit of everything in it. No, there was potato soup. There was actually chili there, and there was all kinds of stuff. So, anyway. Uh, we, we got a lot to talk about when it comes to Super Bowl 57. I mean, a lot to talk about. I, I would tell you guys this, and, and again, I know it's fresh on our minds, but I thought that was one of the more entertaining Super Bowl. A lot of times the Super Bowl's a letdown. You know, a lot of times it's it's, but that was just a heck of a football game between two really good football teams. I, I some of the throws that Jalen Hurts made, in Ward likes to use the term throwing them open. He put it in some windows. I'm just not sure many people can. He he just made some really true, and I know that he fumbled the football and it cost him. He did. It cost him. But, man, he made some throws and he made some runs. And we talked about his running ability. Uh, We'll look at the stats. But I know he ran it at least 11 or 12 times. I mean, he he played well. It was a good football game, don't you think, Ward? Just a good football game. Yeah, it was outstanding. It was a good Super Bowl. Fun to watch. Mm -hmm. A lot of drama. Yeah. a lot of questions. I mean, you know, what do you do here? What do you do there? Uh, and I know. I know it's going to come down. People are going to talk about the holding call, the DB holding call. That was holding. It was holding. Let, let, let's get that on the table. It was holding. When I saw it, I wish they wouldn't have called it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But. Yeah, you kind of want to let them play. Right. But at the end of the day, you can't just say, okay, well, it's the Super Bowl. It's the end of the game. We're going to ignore the rules. I don't, you can't do that. I don't think you could do that. If he had done it, I wouldn't have been mad. <laughs> but it was, and it was kind of a, and there was no guarantee Philadelphia was going to go down and score. 
either a field goal to tie it or a touchdown to win it. But way back in there, you're kind of hoping that they had the chance. But anyway, we, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, we'll get into all that stuff. I, I, I do want to say, by the way, did you have a good weekend? I mean, was it a, a mm-hmm. good? Yeah. You, Ryan? Yeah, I spent the yeah. whole weekend down with my friends. It was a lot of fun. Had a great time. When did you get home? Uh, I, I drove here from College Station. Ah, so that's why you look like you ran into a brick wall this morning. <laughs> All right, now we're getting somewhere. Uh, Friday night, they had the uh, the Seller Champions at the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show. What a terrific night. And it was just cool to see so many so many of our friends. Ted Teague was there, and... and uh, Jim Haller was there. And we, I mean, there was just a lot. I mean, Andy Harwell was there. I mean, there was there was a lot of folks there. Uh, Mark Stewart over at BK Ford was there. I mean, just a lot of our friends were there and and, and participated. And it was, uh, you know, just a, a great night. And those kiddos did well. And a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And thanks to uh, the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show for having us out. Our uh, our buddy Nash down from Shooter FM was there broadcasting live Friday night, and as was Matt Mosley. So it was, it was a lot of fun. We appreciate them having us out. Seven oh five, five minutes after seven o'clock. Give me one single takeaway from the Super Bowl, and then we're going to dive into all this stuff here in just a couple of minutes. Yeah, one. I mean, there's just one that I, I wrote down. Let me see how many I wrote. I wrote. I just I just zipped through and wrote down about seven or eight things. Uh this morning, just this morning, just kind of jotted down some things. Do you have one that just kind of – and I'm going to see if we're on the same page. I thought the presentation was good. Pre-game, game call, and post-game. I thought it was all really good. You liked the post-game. Mm-hmm. I thought Bradshaw was pathetic. I, I did not like the way he, he went about his interviews. I thought he was – I just don't think he was – I don't think that's his strong suit. No, it's not. But I would I mean, have loved to have seen Aaron Andrews or Tom – Ronaldi do do that that stage area. I thought he was fine. I just didn't. I, I, I when you're asking Andy Reid, come here, big boy. Uh, you know, come on. It's the Super Bowl anyway. Uh, okay, give me one. You you got one that just kind of jumps off the page at you. I mean, it was just one of the more exciting games I've ever seen. I I was me being a Rihanna fan. I was really disappointed with the halftime show too. That was pathetic. Yeah, it was not good. See, I don't know how to judge it because I don't – I mean, I thought, look, she's standing on a platform, what, 200 feet above the ground, whatever? What was that all about? I, Why I, were they flying? That was <laughs> that was the worst halftime show in the history of halftime shows. Yeah, it was bad. All right. And I love Rihanna. It was just not good at all. Well, I didn't realize that's the first time she'd performed live in seven years. It'd been a while. I wouldn't know the difference, to be honest, but still. Me neither. I don't have to know them for it to be a good show, but it was not a good show. Well, and again, I don't know if you heard it, but they made the announcement of Fox, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, normally, an NFL halftime's 13 minutes. That halftime was 29. So... Yeah, that's, you know, somebody tweeted out. I loved it. Somebody tweeted out. Well, that, it's not that big a deal for 
for Jalen Hurts and uh, and Patrick Mahomes. They they played high school football in Texas. They're used to those long half times. <laughs> yeah, homecoming. That's true. They get one of those every year. Oh, I thought that was great. Uh so so they were they're accustomed to all that stuff. But I I, I don't know. I for me the one of the things that jumped out was non football related. I thought the condition of the field. Uh, I mean there was a there was just way too much slipping and sliding. Well, I mean, you can't go into a Super Bowl with a untested field. Yeah, you can because they did it last night. No. Pathetic, shouldn't. wasn't it? You shouldn't. My question is, why didn't you just have field turf? If look, if 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 the Cardinals want to play on grass in that dome, that's fine. They you know, and they've got that system, and it's kind of a cool deal. They roll that grass in and out of there, take it outside, you know, and then they take it back in, and it's all on wheels and the platforms and all that. So why couldn't you just do a field turf surface for that one game and roll it in? That way you know for a fact you're going to have excellent conditions. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'd rather see them play on grass. I wish all NFL stadiums were grass. Well, that's not it, you know. Because you of, the, if you ask the players, they'd rather play on grass. But then there there's the possibility you're playing in in mud. Well, and is what it is. Except for television doesn't want that, and television rules the world. You know that. Right. But for me, I would have much rather seen them on a field turf surface, which they play on 90% of the time anyway nowadays. I just don't understand why they couldn't have. And secondly, if not, why couldn't they have tested that field? Ward, if anybody would have ran around out there and, and did any kind of testing on Friday or Saturday, they would have known – that that field was not in a position to to play the Super Bowl. I mean, where they where they where the logos were painted, boy, that that was just treacherous. You had guys slipping and falling and and going down, and it it just wasn't conducive for good football. Now both teams had to play on it. I get it, but still, I you would have much rather had a a a perfect surface which you've seen a million times in the National Football League. They've been able to get the field ready, but it was not ready yesterday. That's for darn sure. All right, so we got a lot to get to, and uh, we're going to dive into the Super Bowl. We'll, we'll also talk with Jerry Hill. Baylor with uh, a huge, huge win on the road Saturday in Fort Worth, and we'll talk to Jerry about that. So, And then they turn around and play again tonight against West Virginia on Big Monday. So we got that for you, and uh, we'll dive into that a little bit later on. So plenty of stuff to get to. Uh, if you want to chime in, we'd love to hear from you on the CNC Collision Center text line. It is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. That is the CNC Collision Center text line. We'd love to hear from you this morning. Anything that you want to uh, get into, we'd love to hear from you. All right, uh, 7-11. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Monday night in the Farrell Center hosting West Virginia. 7.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 8 p.m. tip-off Monday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. 
In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. At Willis Plumbing, they say our plumbing pays because it stays. Willis Plumbing specializes in all type of residential plumbing, including repair, service, and remodeling. And they also pump septic tanks and grease traps. Willis Plumbing, 3217 Bellmead Drive, 254-799-5300. Owners Kenny and Martha Willis are proud La Vega High School graduates and are supporters of the La Vega Pirates and Lady Pirates. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Plus, one of the great traditions at Bush's Chicken is Tender Tuesday. We make it quick and easy to feed the entire family with 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Looking for an unforgettable gift this Valentine's Day? Republic Gun Club and the Oak and Ivy Wine Bar Bistro have created the perfect pairing. Now through Valentine's Day, you can grab the ultimate date night package of an hour on the 25-yard lane for two, two pistol rentals, a Gatlin gun rental, and a $50 gift card to Oak and Ivy, all for only $149.99. Best part, you can get this deal now and use it any time this year. Republic Gun Club is your home on the range. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. A funeral service is a special time for family and friends to comfort one another, begin to find healing, and celebrate a life well lived. Whether you choose burial or cremation, McDowell Funeral Home provides timely service and professional spirit in your time of need. They also offer pre-planning services to their customers. Family owned and operated, McDowell Funeral Home, 1104 Chestnut Street in Waco and in Hillsboro, plus a new location coming soon. Call them 254-754-3151 or learn more at McDowellFuneralHome.com. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person -person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. All right. 7.15. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas, your first word in sports. Tom, Ward, Ryan, glad you're with us. The uh, league MVP, Pat Mahomes, is also the Super Bowl MVP. And 
Here's Andy Reid talking about his star quarterback. Yeah, let's see. he grew he grew up in a locker room. He's seen the greats, and he strives to be the greatest. I mean, without saying anything, that's the way he works. I mean, he wants to be the greatest player ever. That's that's what he wants to do, and that's the way he goes about his business. And he does it humbly, you know. I mean, there's no bragging. Uh, he could stand up here and give you the, these stats that are incredible that he's had, but he never he's never going to do that. That's just not him. And so uh, we appreciate we appreciate that. And then when it's time for the guys around to raise their game, he helps them with that. He, he's one of these great the great quarterbacks make everybody around him better, including the head coach. So he's he's done a heck of a job. And he has uh, right now. We're just kind of in a in a in a time where we're, we're all about ranking guys. And so with that in mind. Where is Pat Mahomes on this list? He's just five years into his in, into his career. He's not. He's won a bunch of ball games, but man, he's still got a long way to go. He's got a lot of career left. He does, but he just punched his ticket to Canton. Oh, I agree. Is and he's obviously an elite quarterback, a great quarterback, a great leader, as as Andy Reid just talked about. Can you start talking about? Where you place Mahomes in the all-time greats after just five years? Yeah. Where's he? Where is he then? I he's top ten, no mistake about it. Wow, five years into this thing, and he's in that conversation. And he was won, a- he's won two MVPs, he's won two Super Bowls, and two Super Bowl MVPs. That's oh, a short oh, list. Oh, the resume's impressive. There's no question. And the resume's impressive for Andy Reid as well. On our CNC Collision Center text line, it says, so Bill Belichick is the best coach of this generation. Reid is number two and a first ballot Hall of Famer. Where does he rank all time for y'all? Boy, that's that's a tough one if you're talking about all time. I mean, I'm starting to think of guys like in the, and he didn't win any Super Bowls, but he got there four straight years. But guys like Marv Levy. How about Chuck Noll at Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. How about Tom Landry and what he was able to accomplish? Mm-hmm. Uh, how about Bill Parcells? He'd be how, right there in the conversation. How about, how about Vince Lombardi? The, the Dern Trophy's name for him. Uh, I mean, that's just, that's just a name a handful right there. He, he's he's an elite coach. There's no question. He's again use the same analogy with Pat. I mean, he's he's top ten all time coaches. It is it is interesting when you stop to think about that. And again, he he intends to to come back and and be a part of this thing again and see see if they can make another run. He's 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 relatively young. He's sixty four. He's not old. Why does why do people keep asking about retirement with Andy Reid? Well, I mean, he's he's done it for a long, long time. And this is an opportunity. I mean, the question's gonna come up because he just won the Super Bowl. It's an opportunity to go out on top. May have another opportunity next year to go out on top. So good. That's a good football team in I think they made a great point this morning. 
your number one wide receiver departs and you win a Super Bowl. You still find a way to win a championship. Well, I, Pretty impressive. It was what Mahomes did in the second half, and you got to give credit where credit is due. Uh, I mean, Andy Reid called a wonderful second half of football. That was that was the most impressive thing of what he was able to do from a scheme aspect in the second half. How much is that? How much of that is Eric Bieniemy? I I'm they both had to draw it up, but Andy Reid called it. I'm just curious how much Bieniemy's in his ear going, "Hey, coach, we got this and this and this." I'm just curious how that works because the first thing that Andy Reid did was give Eric Bieniemy credit. Mm-hmm. And good for him. And good for him. I thought I, I, I like the way Pitt, uh, Pittsburgh. I like the way Kansas City changed how they approached defense in the second half. Uh, they they tweaked it a couple places, and they were able to get Hurts moving side to side. And and in the way they in the way they did it, they had him most of the time running away from his his strong side. You know, he's obviously right-handed, so if he runs to his right, he's in much better shape. But they had him running to the left a lot. And I don't know, it just <laughs> where, where do you think the game turned? And I'll tell you where I think it turned. Hmm. That's a great question. There was a couple of couple of turning points where Kansas City just didn't get off their tracks. In the in the second half, For, they they played up and down the field very well. They didn't panic. Um, I don't know. For for me, it was when Philadelphia went on that seventeen play drive. What was it like seven and a half minutes or whatever? Mm-hmm. And got three and not seven. For me, I thought, you know what? That's that's even though they're giving up points, that's a big stop. That's a big stop. What Philadelphia scored in the second half? 11? 11. That's, that's a – and it was the three and then the touchdown later. And then, and then they went for two. But for me, it was that seven – because that was a seven. It, it, you, you didn't think the drive was ever going to end. 17 plays, which I think is the longest scoring drive in Super Bowl history. 17 plays, almost eight minutes, and it was three and not seven. And I kind of felt like, you know what? Hey, you just weathered the storm, Kansas City. I think the three and out that the defense got and then the 65-yard punt return. Oh, that's huge. Was was the biggest play of the second half. There was a lot of, there was a lot of things that went right for Kansas City. But it all began with Mahomes. I mean, <laughs> he, just was, he was just terrific in the second half. And here's a guy, look, the whole halftime conversation was, does he play? And if he does, how effective is he? The, the Eagles talked about having a game plan for both quarterbacks in case Mahomes couldn't go. But he did and played well. And clearly he was not 100%, but he was not going to let anybody get him off the football field. Uh, pretty impressive. And I'll tell you something else that was that impressed me. We're all over the map here with this game, but that's okay. Nick Sirianni, 
Or listen to Nick Sariata talk about the holding call. No, I'm not. I'm not. It's not my job to, uh, you know, I mean, you, you'll see me on the sideline. I'm going to argue with different things of, of, of calls here and there, but it's not my job to make the call. You know, those guys got to do that in, in split second, um, you know, scenarios. Um, and so, you know, that's what he saw and he, and he called it. And so that's never, it, I, I know it always appears to be that, you know, it's one call that makes the, it's not, it's not what it is, right? It, it's not what it is. There's, there, there's so many plays that contribute to the, the end result of the game. And, and, and today they were better than we were. How about that? Young coach just lost the Super Bowl, taking the high road. Taking the high road. I, I'm, that's pretty impressive for me to see a young head football guy. What is this, his second year? Mm-hmm. Well, as a head coach. Yes. And he's 34 years old. I mean, young, relatively young guy. And he says, hey, look, it wasn't the one play that beat us. I mean, you know, whether he buys that or doesn't buy that, he said it and he took the high road. And that's pretty impressive for me. Was it the difference in the game? No. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Uh, look, they would have had to have gone down – and kick the field goal and or score. I mean, you yes, you would have liked to have seen them have that chance, but you know what? The call was made, and it is what it is. I kept thinking, and I don't know how you guys felt about it. I know they kind of discussed it a little bit. I just kept I kept to me the right tackle from Philadelphia. <laughs> to me, that was false start. I mean, he was to me he was like a half account too soon. But they said no, it's perfect timing. But you watch it from that that side view, and I swear the guy was moving uh, too soon. I don't know. Uh, where, where where did you think? What did you think about the commercials? <laughs> Got to talk about the commercials. Mm. Did you have a favorite? No. I liked, you know, and none of them made, none of them had me just busted at the seam laughing, which was disappointing. The one I did like was the uh, the classic rock stars, you know, and I don't even remember what the company was. It was some kind of financial company. But, you know, they had Ozzy Osbourne and, and all, I, I, I liked that one. I thought that was kind of clever. And I'll tell you what, the H-E-B commercial was, you know, with the tortillas. I thought that was pretty good. You know, the, the grandmother's, you know, sneaking in the H-E-B tortillas instead of her homemade ones. I thought that was pretty good. And that kind of a local regional uh, commercial. But for the most part, nothing really just jumped off the page at me. How about you, Ryan? Did anything? That like a Chip Doritos one with uh, the characters from Breaking Bad. I love that show. So that one was good. I really liked that one. Oh, and the one about the car, the electric car, mm-hmm. that was kind of kind of clever. Playoff, those TV commercials. So anyway, all right, uh, Super Bowl 57 in the books, Kansas City a winner. We'll talk more about it as we roll through the morning. We're going to switch gears here in just a second. We're going to bring Jerry Hill in and uh, talk some Baylor basketball. We'll do that in just a couple of minutes here on the program. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business, and we're brought to you in part this morning by uh, our good friends at Pioneer Steel and Pike. Speaking of which, I saw John Emery at the uh, at the uh, the show Friday night, the uh, McClendon County Junior Livestock Show, and he was participating in, in uh, hanging out and 
and being a part of the thing. You know, they've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, same family-operated business, and that covers four generations. And now they're at their brand-new location at 2003 South Loop 340. That's Highway 6 next to Busby Feed. They offer the best in custom metal buildings. They have a, 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 a they have quality and reliability is, is what they're all about at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They stock a large variety of panels and colors to ensure that you're, satisfi- you're satisfied when picking out that new roof should you decide to go with that metal roof. They also have over 2,000 items. That's 2,000 items in stock for you do-it-yourselfers, such as nuts and bolts and washers and all of those type things. Plus, they now stock sacrete it's all there and a whole lot more at pioneer steel and pipe 2003 south loop 340 highway 6 next to busby feet recently on game time today would have been farrah fawcett's 76th birthday and ryan farrah fawcett is who he has no idea the, the poster lady <laughs> the poster lady which he had oh, no idea what the poster gosh. was no he didn't no he didn't nope i did not the oh. number one selling poster of all time is the farrah fawcett poster yes indeed sold over 12 million copies 12 of that million oh poster. God. thanks for playing Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Why is your eye twitching? Because my lashes are bothering me. Then why do you wear them? Because they look good. They do? And if you want your house to look good. But what about the ones where the people look like they've got those big, like, umbrellas on their face? We'll take umbrella lashes, too, if you need foundation repair. So give us a call. I ain't got nothing to say. I'm still thinking about that last lady that had four nine two two. The wind blew her down the road. (laughs) That's where she ran into the car. (laughs) How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active. Fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step. There was no back pain. I took another step. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed lighters, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. 
This is Big War with Big War Smokehouse at 2805 Harrison, Bellmead, Texas. I would like to invite you to come down to get some of the succulent barbecue, authentic smoke, home of the Big War fries. We also have daily pulled pork, the brisket, the succulent ribs. We also have sides such as green beans, greens, potato salad, mac and cheese. And then we have some of the Big War pudding. Give us a call at 254-732-0382 or you can order ahead at Grubhub, Uber Eats, DoorDash daily, Monday through Saturday. Come out and pick up your new favorite barbecue. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Super Bowl 57 is now in the history books. Kansas City kicked a field goal with eight seconds left to beat Philadelphia 38-35. It's the third Super Bowl victory for the Chiefs. Baylor men's basketball starts the week just a game behind Texas in the Big 12 standings. They're at home tonight against West Virginia for an 8 o'clock tip-off, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. McLennan baseball and softball are both 8-2 after weekend sweeps. Chris Berry's softball team beat Trinity Valley 2-0 and 4-1 yesterday after sweeping two from Coastal Bend on Friday. Tyler Johnson's baseball team took all three games against Western Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Baylor Athletics with Baylor University's Director of Sports Journalism, Jerry Hill. All right, 732, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we welcome into the program Jerry Hill. Jerry, good morning. Did you uh did you enjoy Super Bowl 57? I did actually, Tommy. Um, just, uh, I guess this should be a confession. Yeah. I, I have gone a while just streaming and did not have the major channels, but about an hour before the Super Bowl, I switched to Hulu Live, which includes all those channels. So, uh, I was able to watch it. So, yes, <laughs> it was, uh, but that's, that's too much information. Anyway, um, but no, it was, I, to me, it was one of the better Super Bowls that maybe we've ever had. Uh, you know, just so many storylines and all of that. And, you know, for both of those guys to come out and play as well as they did, uh, you know, and to go right down to the wire, it was uh, it was an instant classic. Indeed. All right, uh, let's begin with basketball. Let's start with the women, a, uh, a tough loss. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, you're going to give me – okay, you're going to give me the commercial. See, I was going to let you slide, but – that's why I watched the whole thing was to watch the commercials. Okay. Hey, so to let you guys know, I was texting with Jerry yesterday, and I said, you better have a commercial ready. Oh so gosh. give it to me, Jerry. What what did you like? Okay. And and I, I don't know that I watched every one of them, but I thought T-Mobile won. Um, Bradley Cooper and his mom. Oh, yeah. That one. That's funny. And then and then the grease deal at the end with uh, – with John Travolta, the kind of remake or whatever mm-hmm. of that, I I thought both of those knocked it out of the park. There were other good ones, but like I said, I think T-Mobile kind of won the day. You know, we were talking about it. It's been several years since you had one of those Super Bowls where the commercials just kept you in the floor laughing. Right, uh, right. No, there wasn't that. You didn't have that side buster, uh, but anyway. All right, basketball, yeah. let's go. <laughs> Uh, that was a tough one for Nikki Collin and, and the, uh, and the Baylor women, they went to, to Stillwater. They got down early, Jerry, and then they just had turnover issues. 
Yeah, it was turnovers all day. And, and really, there was kind of a at least a small window there in the third quarter when they got it to a 12-point game and, and seemed to have the momentum in that. And I think that was when the turnovers started again. I mean, you know, you got it to 48-36. And, you know, with, you know, basically a quarter and a half, 15 minutes still to play, you, you've got plenty of time. But they just – you know, the, the turnovers happened and then I, you know, I don't think the defense was really locked in the whole game. Uh, you know, Oklahoma state, I thought played great. Um, but Baylor just, you know, did not, I mean, I know that, that coach Collins said that the last Oklahoma state game might've been the worst they played. I think this was the worst they played. Um, they just, like I said, the, the defense was an issue. The turnovers were an issue and they just never were really in that game. Bears in Fort Worth on Saturday and down by nine or down by 10 with around nine minutes to go. And that thing turned on a dime and, and defense got, got the bears back in, in action on Saturday. How, how did they do that, Jerry? Well, I think they did change up the defense. Some they ch- actually changed up the defense some in the second half. Cause you know, coach Drew talked about how, um, you know, with miles out, they had decided to kind of, um, back away and, and, you know, uh, pack it in the paint, that kind of thing. And that's just not the way they play. Um, and what happened was TCU in the first half wound up with a lot of, you know, layups, easy baskets and stuff. Um, you know, just getting by people, backdoor cuts, that kind of thing. And so they, they became more aggressive in the second half. And I think that was a big part of it. And then obviously Adam Flagler just kind of, <laughs> he, he went on fire for that stretch he scored 16 straight points for them in that one stretch. Uh, and they went on, I believe it was a 15 to two run to, to take the lead. So yeah, it was, uh, uh, it was an interesting game. A lot of, you know, ebb and flow and stuff, but, uh, you know, Baylor had, I guess Baylor had the last punch. If I would have told you before they tipped off that TCU is going to score 50 in the paint, yeah. 50, five, zero, would you, yeah. would, would you have given the bears much of a chance? No, not really. I mean, and and I don't even know that that's completely TCU's game. I mean, and and obviously with Miles, they are a different team. But I thought Damian Ball played amazing for them. He was, I think, he had ten assists. Um, and and I just thought he was a great, you know, floor leader. And and he led to a lot of those points in the paint and scored some himself. But uh, yeah, I, like I said, I just the defense was not there for a good bit of the game, but, uh, you know, when they had to have it, they got it. Um, you know, I think, uh, Adam's comment after the game was, well, we decided it was time to buckle down. Well, <laughs> you know, maybe you should have done that from the start, but, uh, they were able to get it done. Um, you know, any road win in this league, uh, you know, you can maybe even say any win in this league, but certainly any road win in this league is big. And, and that was a really big one for them to stay in the hunt for another conference championship. Was that a glimpse of how good this defense can really be? Yeah, I think so, Ward. I mean, I, I you know, they weren't perfect. And even there at the end, you know, you gave up uh, a couple of fairly easy baskets to give them a chance. Uh, and then you turn it over and they've got the ball with 8.1 seconds left and, and have a shot to tie it up or win. And, and you know, they didn't get it done. But, uh, yeah, I think there were certainly glimpses of it. And I, and I do think John just gives you a presence down there. Um, but you know, they, they, they've got to be better than that though, um, to beat some of these teams down the stretch. Cause there's, you know, there's six teams basically up there now. 
And uh, of their last six games, they're playing the other five teams. Uh, they play West Virginia tonight, and then they finish with those other five teams. So um, while it's all out in front of you, it's it's not an easy road for sure. But what does it say about this club that they didn't play their best basketball by any right. stretch of the imagination, yet they were still able to win and win on the road? And incidentally, the only team of the league to win on the road Saturday. Yeah, it was big. Like I said, I, you know, it does say a lot. I mean, they're four and two in conference. That's what's funny is they're sitting there at eight and four, and they're four and two at home and four and two on the road. Mm-hmm. You know, if they had taken care of business and done what you're supposed to do and win the two on the road, you'd be in first place right now. But no, I mean, the the winning on the road has kept them in this race, and um, you know, again, they have some tough road games left. But I think it does um, tell you that you know this is a tough team, a gritty team. Uh, and they can get it done in those close games. Early in the year, they lost some of those games, um, but now they're winning them. So, um, you know, it was it was big to get that one. I know TCU was missing a couple of its key pieces, but, you know, a win is a win at this point. You know, when you get to 8-4 and four and you're sitting there at 19-6, and six, um, you're kind of where you need to be. Like I said, they've got a, a lot of tough games left, and, and this is not an easy road, but I think just to be in this position after you started 0-3 is pretty incredible. How do they protect the home floor tonight against West Virginia and Huggy Bear coming in? Yeah, I mean, West Virginia is not a typical West Virginia team. Not as, you know, not as good on the defensive end as they usually have been. Um, but, you know, Baylor beat them up there in kind of a shootout. Um, you know, and you don't want to get into that with West Virginia, honestly, because they're, they're, they're really good on the offensive end. I know Baylor is, too. Um, but yeah, you've got to control them. You've got to, you know, not let them get a lot of those easy buckets. Um, you need to play good transition defense. Um, you know, that's been an issue. It wasn't as much of an issue in in this game. TCU just did a lot of good stuff in the half court offense, but yeah, I think you, you have to play good transition defense and, and you have to stay away from the turnovers. Um, again, it's not the typical huggy team, but you know, they're still going to play defense. They're still going to try to press you some and, and uh, you've got to be able to beat the press and, and, and finish. This may sound like a silly question, but de- there's six teams six teams in this league within two games of first place. And yeah. all of these teams, you start looking at the projections, which, you know, we all, we all do and we all enjoy. You know, where are they going? Where are they going? Yeah. Uh, but look at the seeds. I mean, you got a bunch of twos, a bunch of threes, uh, some fours. A couple, of, a couple of them have one projection. Does yeah. it at the end of the day, Jerry? These teams, and Baylor included, they're going to be there. Does it really matter at the end of the day whether you win it or not? Uh, win the conference? Yes. Or, um, I think it matters in terms of that's a big deal, Tom. I mean, winning a Big Twelve championship is not easy. Uh, winning a conference championship is not easy. So I, th- I still think it's a big deal. Now, does it matter in terms of NCAA double seeding? No, I don't think so. But I still think, you know, if you've got a chance, because, um, you know, Kansas kind of owned it there for mm-hmm. a long, long time. Nobody nobody else was able to get a sniff of it. So I think now that you have a chance, yeah, I think a Big 12 championship is important. But it doesn't mean, uh, it, it, you know, it's not going to guarantee your seed. Um, but certainly it would help, you know, if you, if you win this league, as good as this league is, um, I, I think you get a number one seed almost no matter what. Um, so yeah, I think there is something to play for there, but it's not the end all be all. 
Right now, would you say Baylor's on that three line or, or four line or two line? Where do you, where do you have the Bears kind of in your in your bracket? I would say probably three right now, maybe borderline two. I think they're right in that probably ten to twelve range uh, in there. Um, but they've got a really good resume, Tom. So I think mm-hmm. that that's going to help you in the end. You know, a lot of those non-conference games that they played, you know, beating Gonzaga. I mean, those things are going to help them. So I, you know, I think they can certainly play their way into a one or two. Uh, but right now, I would say they're probably sitting at a three. Scott talks about it all the time. You you throw the ball in the air in this league, and it just improved your resume. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, Coach Tang, uh, Kansas State lost to Texas Tech the other day, and that's you know that was a tough loss for them. But guess what? Texas Tech can play, um, and and they can beat teams, particularly in Lubbock. So. Yeah, I, I, I think you've got to protect your home floor and, and, and win some on the road. And, and again, Baylor's, Baylor's done that. Baylor's done what they need to do to be in a position to win a, a conference championship. But, yeah, every night, um, you know, like I said, TCU just lost that game. They're the one team. They're the seventh. So, right now, they'd be playing on the opening day of the tournament, uh, of the Big 12 tournament, and they're, they're number 17 in the country. Now, they may drop a little bit, but – Right now, they're 17th in the country, and right now, they would be the number seven seed in, <laughs> in the Big 12 tournament. It's not easy. It, it is not easy. It is not easy, no. Big Monday tonight, West Virginia. Uh, before we let you go, quick word about Glenn Moore's team. Uh, five games yeah. uh, in three days uh, in Las Vegas. Darn it, they had to go to Vegas on Super Bowl weekend. <laughs> uh, and Dan Ingham was just disgusted with having to work. Uh, but they, they went four and one, so a good start yeah. for uh, for Coach Moore's club. I think it's exactly what they needed to do. Looking at that schedule, now we were stayed at, you know, they were an NCAA tournament team and won the Big Sky last year. But I, I really felt like you needed to go four and one. You're playing Southern Utah twice. You're playing UNLV, and again, they took care of business. And and then, you know, as disappointing as the loss was to Arkansas on Sunday, um, you were down eight nothing facing the SEC pitcher of the year, and you run her out of the game and get it back to a one run game. So um, the, the offense is not an issue. I think they hit a little over 400 in that tournament. So, um, they've got some work to do in the circle, but man, their offense is clicking. And, and I think it's exactly what Glenn's team needed to do coming off of last year. All right. Tell us what you're working on right now. Well, I did get the magazine wrapped up, so that'll be, uh, mailed out probably by the end of the month. And, uh, so that's coming up. And then, you know, this weekend is crazy. It's, <laughs> it's one of those fun weekends for us, right, Tom? Absolutely. Uh, we got baseball opening against Central Michigan. We've got softball hosting the Getterman Classic. And, oh, yeah, we've got a little bit of basketball, too. So it'll be a fun one. Sounds good, Jerry. Thanks. We appreciate your time, as always. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon. Jerry Hill, Baylor Bear Insider. 746, we're 14 away from 8 o'clock. This is game time on a Monday with Tom Ward and Ryan. We're right back for more in a moment. Recently on the John Moore Show. Ian Eagle and our guest Bill Raftery doing the game for CBS on Saturday. Yeah, it, it is good. That, you know, Big 12 is just, you know, rock'em, sock'em, uh, talent-laden, and a nightmare, I think, for coaches. I mean, you got to win at home, and boy, if you can scratch one on the road, boy, you've really done a heck of a job. John Moore's, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. Come join ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show as we'll be broadcasting live from the newly opened Fish City Grill in Waco on Tuesday, February 21st at 4 p.m. Come celebrate Fat Tuesday at Fish City Grill. Happy hour 3 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Enjoy ice-cold beer, cold margaritas, and discounted appetizers like fried pickles, shrimp nachos, cheeseburgers, even oysters. Fat Tuesday, February 21st with ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley, 4 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. And register to win Baylor basketball tickets and more. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Incomings Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. Incomings Bank, member FDIC. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Super Bowl 57 is now in the history books. Kansas City kicked a field goal with eight seconds left to beat Philadelphia 38-35. It's the third Super Bowl victory for the Chiefs. Baylor men's basketball starts the week just a game behind Texas in the Big 12 standings. They're at home tonight against West Virginia for an 8 o'clock tip-off, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. McLennan baseball and softball are both 8-2 after weekend sweeps. Chris Berry's softball team beat Trinity Valley 2-0 and 4-1 yesterday after sweeping two from Coastal Bend on Friday. Tyler Johnson's baseball team took all three games against Western Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's now time for Did You Know with Ryan Fox. Gentlemen, did you know that today is Coach Mike Shashevsky? Is that how you say it? Shashevsky, yeah. Shashevsky, Coach K. It's his 76th birthday today. The all-time winning as coach in NCAA men's basketball history. 1,202 wins all-time. Coach for 47 years, including 42 at Duke which he led the Blue Devils to five national titles, 13 Final Fours, 15 ACC tournament championships, and 13 ACC regular season championships as well. He's won a couple of games. I think so. And today is also Randy Moss's 46th birthday, born this day in Rand, West Virginia, six-time Pro Bowler, first 
four-time first-team All-Pro, caught 10 or more touchdown passes in nine seasons and had 10 seasons with at least 1,000 yards receiving. God, Ward, he was he was just special. I mean, he was a yeah. good player. Absolutely. One of the all-time great receivers for sure. And then also a couple cool things from the Super Bowl last night. Uh, Mahomes is the first regular season NFL MVP to win a Super Bowl since Kurt Warner did it in 1999. Mahomes is also the first player since Kurt Warner to win an NFL MVP and Super Bowl MVP in the same season. And then... The nine previous that played in the Super Bowl lost the Super Bowl. How about that? Then Nick Bolton's fumble return touchdown was the first defensive touchdown in the Super Bowl in six years. Really? The first one being the Robert Alford pick six for the Falcons back in Super Bowl 51. He nearly had a second. He was an eyelash yeah. away from – but you knew as soon as they as soon as they reviewed it, they were not – I mean, because there was not a football movie. He didn't take a no, step. No, it wasn't a catch. So yeah. – but if he, I mean, he's, but he's close. He's close to another scoop and score uh, on the on that play. But uh, good for him. And then Nick Bolton I was thinking about Larry Brown. <laughs> Nick Bolton, a Texas high school football product as well. And then another one, another Texas high school football product, Jalen Hurts, set the Super Bowl quarterback rushing yards record with seventy. He's also the first quarterback and only second player ever in Super Bowl history to rush for three touchdowns. You want to take a crack at the other? Player to rush for three, rush for three touchdowns. Quarterback, or no? Just he's the first quarterback to do it. The other, only other player. Period. To that was rush the Broncos for, running back, Terrell Davis. Terrell, Terrell Davis. Davis, correct. Then this. Emmitt never got three in a game. No, even with some of those blowouts, huh? Mm-mm. Man, you think he would have done it in that game when they scored fifty-two against Buffalo? But I don't know. But yes, Jalen Hurts, the first quarterback to rush for three touchdowns in a Super Bowl. And this is also the first Super Bowl in history in which both teams scored at least 35 points ever. How about that? Did you think it would be in the mid-30s? I, I thought it would be in the upper 20s. I kind of had 27, 24 in mind, but no, it, I, they I, got off to a I, fast start. I thought it'd be in the 30s. Did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking like 31, 28. Then also um, the punt return by Kadarius Tony, 65 yards. Longest punt return in Super Bowl history. Hmm. And, There's and, never been returned for a touchdown. Well, he was an eyelash away. Yep. He was he was close. So, well, good stuff. Now you know. All right. There you go. Uh, let's see. From our CNC Collisions Entertainment. Speaking of Emmett Smith, what commercial was he in? Do you guys remember? He was in a commercial no. last night. What was the? There were several uh, superstar athletes all in the same commercial. Which one? See, that's the problem. When you have these type commercials, you start paying attention to the commercial and not what the product that they're selling. So, uh, I cannot remember. What about some of the Tony Romo ones? Did you? Yeah, the Michelob Ultra. Yeah, and there was another one that he was in. Uh, which that I was thought Snoop was Dogg. Huh? That was the Snoop Dogg Skechers commercial. Yes, and I thought the I thought it was better than... Than the uh, Michelob Ultra, did did you or what did you think? I thought the Skechers one, both of the Skechers spots were pretty good. Yeah, the, that commercial that Emma Smith was in, it was the DraftKings commercial. Yes, it, it also had Kevin Hart, The Undertaker, Tony Hawk, Ludacris, and Julius Irving. Yeah, that was a great one. So pretty good one. 
But I thought the Skechers spots were were better than the Michelob Ultra. Did you or did you like that Michelob Ultra? I liked the Michelob Ultra. It was the, the spoof on, on the, the, what, Caddyshack? the Caddyshack. Yeah. yeah. But the Skechers, I thought the Skechers was funny. Because <laughs> uh, it had, uh, what's her name? Uh, Martha Stewart. Martha yeah. Stewart. Yes, thank you. Yeah, so, some, you know, it was better, but just what, just not the home runs that we're used to. Anyway, but the game was. 7.55, real quick, CNC Collision Center text line. No Clydesdale's commercials. <laughs> and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> That's what from the 254. It's a 7.56. We're four minutes away from 8 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And it is time now for John Morris in today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check. Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics, including men's basketball with a stirring win on the road over TCU. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly... Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Want options? The best selection in Central Texas is at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2022 Ram 1500 quad cab with 0% for 72 months or Ram 1500 crew cab with 1.9% for 72 months on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramies, and top-of-the-line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. Or get a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab with values up to $8,250 plus an extra $500 to first responders. Baylor Bear Basketball Tonight, here on the flagship station for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor softball got their season underway over the weekend in a successful way, winning four of five games at the UNLV tournament in Las Vegas. Now Baylor softball hosting the Getterman Classic, their first home game of the season, comes up this Friday at Getterman Stadium. Baylor baseball also with their home opener and season opener this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Baylor Ballpark. Baylor women's basketball dropped a tough 77-56 decision on the road at Oklahoma State on Saturday. The Baylor women on the road at Kansas State this Wednesday. While the Baylor men, down by 10 in the second half, went on a 15-2 run, keyed by Adam Flagler, and finished up a 72-68 win over the Frogs in Fort Worth. Flagler finished with 28 on the day. L.J. Cryer had 23 the ninth win in the last 10 games for Scott Drew and the Bears. I want to say uh, that's Big 12 basketball. Um, I know TCU had a couple guys out, and Coach Dixon's a great coach and put them in position to win the game. Um, and then we all know the importance of good guard play, and LJ and Adam uh, uh, really came through. Um, 
17 for 27. And then uh, uh, I thought the last eight minutes defensively, we, we finally got a couple stops. Um, they did a great job executing their stuff. Obviously, our, uh, as a staff, our game plan needed to be better. I think uh, last eight minutes, we, we got back to pressure in a little more, and that helped. 72-68 the final from Saturday. Baylor over TCU. Now another quick turnaround as the Bears host the West Virginia Mountaineers tonight. On the air at 7.30, tip off at 8 for Baylor at West Virginia from the Farrell Center. Television tonight on ESPN2. Also from the weekend, Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling ran their record to 2-0 on the season with a dominating win over Trine College. Baylor A&T back home on Sunday hosting Presbyterian. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tonight from the Farrell Center and have more tomorrow. I'm John Morris. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, welcome back in. This is game time. Your first word in sports. Tom Ward Ryan, we're glad you're with us just after 8 o'clock. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend of the car business. Ward, we were talking during the break, and we mentioned this at the top of the show, Fox's presentation of the game. I thought they did a really nice job in a lot of areas. And one of the areas I was worried about was the Kelsey brothers. I thought, are they going to just absolutely feed this and stuff it down our throat? But they didn't. They did a nice job of covering it, talking about it. It was a storyline. But they they also they got to it, but they didn't force it on you. I mean, I I just and there's a fine line. I, I thought they did a really nice job there. Yeah, real nice. I I enjoyed how they did the the entire presentation. Again, I watched the from the moment I got up pregame until through the kickoff through the postgame. I stayed right locked in on it. So um, I I thought they did an outstanding job all the way around. What about graphics? Uh, I, I thought those were very interesting, the way that they presented the graphics uh, in the game. Same way they've done it all year long on Fox. They had the, the score just kind of floating in the yeah, middle of the they've air. they've done that. I'm, first time I ever saw it. Yeah, it's a, the scoreboard they used on the screen was new. Every time you know the network has a Super Bowl, they reveal their new scoreboard, which that scoreboard that – Fox used last night. They'll be using it through all their broadcasts for the next couple seasons until they loop back around to the Super Bowl. Hmm. All right, uh, CNC Collision Center text line. They've been calling that 
that bailout holding call on teams all year long. I was glad to see that they didn't stop calling it for the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure a call like that cost the Cowboys against the Niners. Like you said, they missed false starts on the Eagles. I like the call. I think the defenders need uh, need to stop grabbing the receivers. All right, appreciate that uh, from Grant on the CNC Collision Center text line. And I know if you're an Eagles fan, you're screaming bloody murder today, aren't you? I mean, you, you're you're like you got to let them play. You got to let them play. If they yeah. would, if they would not have, that's the question. If they would have not called that, would you have been upset? Um, I think it could have gone either way. I do too. I mean, I think clearly by the letter of the law that it, it was a it holding was call. the right call. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, he had a handful of jersey. But how often do you see holding, particularly? From the tackles, the offensive tackle. I mean, look, I think you could probably get a holding on every play, couldn't you? You wanted to, you could. So, if they would have tucked that little yellow hanky deeper into their pocket, I don't know that, you know, maybe the Kansas City people would have been screaming, hey, you missed a holding call. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it was in a tough spot, but you know what? That's why those guys were out there. They, you know, they're going to call the, those tough ones. And they get paid to do that. Uh, but I, 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 I'm with you. If, if they would have let that roll, then I think, you know, I think everybody would have been okay with it. But the, the bottom line is when the, when the player himself, who the holding call was on, says, yeah, I held him. I think that should be, that's enough clarity right there, don't you? Yeah. I mean, he came right out and said, it's holding. He said he was he was going to run that wheel route, and I needed some momentum. He knows that he was going to run away from him. So he got him a handful of jersey in hopes that they didn't see him and they wouldn't call it. But for the most part, you know, was that the difference in the game? Did that determine the outcome of the football game? It changed the way the game ended, but I don't know that it changed the outcome of the football game, if that makes sense. It does. I mean, again, we don't know what, with a minute 40, whatever it would have been, what Jalen Hurts and the Eagles offense would have been able to do. I mean, look, Kansas City was playing really well on the defensive side of the football. Gave up the field goal early in the second half. And then gave up the, the touchdown. 11 points is what they gave up in the second half compared to the first half. 24 in the first half. I mean, look, Philadelphia was able to do pretty much what they wanted to do and stayed on the field doing it. I mean, the time of possession was crazy in favor of Philadelphia in the first half. What happened? I, I'm I'm losing the, oh, yeah, a little I, help I thought here. you were asking for something. <laughs> a little help here. <laughs> I have struggled with this, whatever this is. It's killing me. I mean, this has been over a week now, and, man, it uh, – it, I thought you were doing sign language. I was also. doing sign language. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing, what's the universal sign language for help? <laughs> help help a brother out here. I, was, I got to where I couldn't talk. Uh, 
I was just looking at the play-by-play from that last series, and I, you know, who knows? It, 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 I, I get that it gave them the first down. Do you, do you think Kansas City might have went for it there anyway? No, they kick, they get the, they get the points. They're, again, you pointed out that their defense was playing really, really. They made some tweaks, right? And they were, they were, they were the better football team of the second half. Philadelphia clearly was the better team in the first half. But Philadelphia was the better – I mean, the Chiefs were the better team in the second half mm-hmm. in all three phases. And Nick Sirianni said it. Hey, look, they were the better football team tonight. When push comes to shove, and they were. Would I like to see those two teams match up maybe ten times? You bet. Yep. Were those the two best teams? A lot of times you don't get the best teams. You get the teams no, that are playing are the, two, the best. Those are the two best teams. I could not agree with you more. With where they, where they, where we are at right now, those are the, the yeah. Are they the odds-on favorites to get there next year to start the season? Why would they not be? Yeah, they should be, but they won't be. I mean, you got young, athletic, high-caliber, high-quality quarterbacks. You know, one of the other things, and I wanted to touch touch base on this, one of the other things that, that Fox talked about, and I think it was certainly worth talking about, certainly it was uh, it was a, what's the word I'm looking for, momentous occasion maybe, that you had two black quarterbacks starting in the NFL in a Super Bowl. And I'm hoping that we're at a point now, and maybe we are, maybe we're not, where we look at that and go, those were two great quarterbacks playing in the game, irregardless of skin color. They were. They were two outstanding young quarterbacks playing in that game last night. Incredibly athletic. I, I, we talked about it. I mean, both of them made throws that were just special. You look around and go, man, how do they do that? A buddy of mine turned and looked at me last night and said, how do they put it in a window that tight? It's just unbelievable how gifted Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes are. And, and I thought Fox did a good job of, of talking about that, bringing that to, to the forefront, putting that information out there, but also not disrespecting the players. You had to talk about their skill set, Ward. Their skill set is unbelievable. No doubt. And – this is a quarterback league, and those are two outstanding young quarterbacks. I mean, look what Jalen Hurts was able to do with with what? Look, stop and think about this. He got benched in college, ended up having to transfer, and now he's guiding his team to an NFC championship and leading them in the Super Bowl. I'd say he's come a long way. He doesn't let anything phase him. No, that's pretty. It's good. It, good analogy there. And he's a winner. He just knows how to win. Interesting that both of them kind of cut from the same mode of championship caliber quarterbacks, and they're not going to let anything bother them. How in the world did Cliff Kingsbury have Pat Mahomes at quarterback and his best season with Pat was seven and six? You have to answer that, Mr. Red Raider. Oof. 
Woof. Terrible. Eagles have two first-round draft picks in this upcoming draft, by the way. How about that? Rich keep getting richer, huh? It's a good football team. And, oh, by the way, your Cowboys beat them. Stop it. <laughs> I, I just needed to point that out. Did they not? Hand them one of their losses? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> When Jalen Hurts was back in Philadelphia rehabbing. Uh, 8 11, 11 minutes after 8 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Anything that we missed? We've, we've, we've covered the overall game. We've talked a little bit about the difference in the game. We talked about the holding call. We've talked about the field conditions. We talked about halftime. We've talked about the commercials. We talked about the presentation from Fox. What have we missed when it comes to the Super Bowl? What, do we, what have we missed? Is there anything on the field between the stripes that we missed? No. Was Philadelphia's offensive line the best offensive line in the, in, in the game? Because everybody talks about Philly's offensive line being the best in the league. Was it the best in that game last night? Yeah, they were good. They were real good. I, I thought Kansas City's was pretty good, too. Because Kansas okay, City, they weren't, they Kansas weren't City was able to run the football better than I thought they would. Well... I, it it was more scheme than anything else, putting them in the right place in the right zones to get that done. I again, I thought Andy Reid called an outstanding football game, especially in the second half last night. In fact, I think if you did the math, and I haven't done it yet, but I think if you did the math, Kansas City had more rushing yards than than Philadelphia, not by much, but a little. And I didn't think Kansas City would run it hardly at all, but they did. How about when they did, was it a flashback? Did you see them in the in the traditional pro set a couple of times? Mm-hmm. They had two halfbacks with their hand on the ground. Yeah, and I thought, whoa! How about that one? How about that one? It wasn't the I formation. It wasn't single back. It was two backs hand on the ground side by side. And they ran the ball out of that formation a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And they were pretty good at it. What about the play? Didn't work. But what about the play where they were down on the goal line? I don't need all that. <laughs> they were running in a circle. I said, did Kellen Moore signal that play into somebody? <laughs> well, they did that in the playoffs, too. Except the whole huddle did it in the playoffs. This was just the linemen, wasn't it? I mean, no, this was the, the the skill players, yeah. The skill players and the tackle eligible. And they all come flying out of there and <laughs> they were running in a circle. <laughs> oh, how special is that? All right, uh, 13 minutes. By after. the way, the Eagles yeah? have 19 players on their 53-man roster on expiring contracts. It'll be free agents. Eight of those are over 30 years old. So they, they've got some work to do in the offseason. Get some folks signed. Yeah, Bradbury, Cox, Dillard, Edwards, Epps, uh, Gardner-Johnson, Graham, Hargrave, Kelsey, uh, Minshew, Pascal, Quinn, Sanders, Scott, they've, uh, Nandamakasu. They've got quite a bit of list here that they're going to have to get some work done over the over the offseason, which is not unusual. Not Not in the league we're in now. Yeah, so 19. And what did we say? The Cowboys had 18? So 19, man. I thought 18 was a big number. but So the Eagles have some work to do as well. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, let's see. We got two or three here real quick that we'll hit on the CNC Collision Center text line. We're going we're gonna to fly through these without even proofing them. Uh, and I don't even know how to pronounce this. One of the companies, the commercial, uh, T-U-B-I, was that? Tubi. Tubi, okay. How about the Tubi commercial when everybody thought that their TVs was changing channels? Yep. That's that what, was pretty funny. Yeah. Was that also the company that did the big rabbits? I don't know. I don't know. Remember Big Rabbit? Yeah, I don't oh, either. You don't? No. No. Were the, were, what were you drinking? Nothing, really. You don't remember that commercial? Do you remember that commercial? Which one? The one with the rabbits? <laughs> I might have been sleeping during that one. <laughs> kind of worried about Tom. I, I don't, don't know. know where Tom was. <laughs> What was in that suit? You didn't. You don't remember the, looking up and there was this the big carrot had, had a big chunk taken out of it. No, I don't remember. Okay, the okay. Were the carrots in the forest laying on the ground? Yes. Now I remember that. That was kind of silly. <laughs> All right, Grumpy says I can't. <sighs> Boy, it's not. I'm losing my mind here. Uh, it's a shame. Hertz was such a quitter that he had to use the transfer portal instead of sucking it up and sticking it out. Maybe it's uh, maybe if he had stayed, he would have amounted to something. <laughs> Sarcasm. Sarcasm, Grumpy. <laughs> Holy smokes. And let's see here. What else do we have? Uh, what about the Eagles? What about the Eagles catch, no catch in the first half? The one, I guess, where he was going out of bounds, and it, it took about 43 angles, but they finally did show the ball moving. Yes. And it was, it was a no catch. Uh, but they had to take a lot of different angles to get to that one. Yeah, so here we go. Uh, from the uh, 254, it says, Creepy Rabbit throwing people down a hole. That's right. It is to be. Yes. <laughs> I don't remember seeing this, but. I didn't catch it. it. It's there. Absolutely. I, I knew it was. It was, it was kind of. Yeah, he was like, hang on a second here. What the heck we got going on here? It was weird. It was. It was really weird. Yeah. It was. They were just taking people out of their cars and just throwing them down the rabbit hole, so to speak. Got people's attention. Tom remembered it. (laughs) Heck yeah, I did. I didn't know who it was, but yeah. All right. uh, 17 after 887. Have we seen TV ratings for this one yet, guys? Uh, Yes. We have? Yes. Pretty good crowd? Oh, yes, I'll tell you. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. 17 after 8, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We're presented by Alan Samuels and brought to you in part by Circle Drug at 3211 Robinson Drive, locally owned independent pharmacy. Stop by, see Doc Everett today. Hey, next time you need you need a, um, a prescription field, have your doctor call that in to – Circle Drug. Doc Everett and his staff ready to take care of you. They offer free delivery to your home or to your office. There's four or five different ways you can pick up that prescription at Circle Drug. You can go in. You can go through the drive-thru. You can sit in your car and they'll bring it out to you. There's a million and one ways to get that taken care of. They do a great job. They're gonna, they'll are gonna they set you up like me. I get an auto contact from them by, by text message every month telling me that my prescriptions are ready. I don't even have to... Uh, to call it in. It's my stuff is done. And once a month I go by there and visit with everybody and, and pick up my prescriptions and I'm good to go. That's that's just one of the many, many services provided by Circle Drug. Again, 3211 Robinson Drive. Stop by and see them today. 
Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women on the road in Big 12 Conference play Wednesday, headed to the Little Apple to take on Kansas State. 6 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 6.30 tip-off Wednesday for Baylor Women's Basketball. Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. Looking for that hard-to-find whatchamacallit or do-dead to finish your do-it-yourself project? You'll find it at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are included in their huge showroom, including all the steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers. Plus, you will enjoy the one-on-one customer service that Pioneer Steel and Pipe has featured since opening their doors in 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340 next to Busby Feet in Waco and at PioneerBoys.com. I'm Amy Hunter, owner of Jeff Hunter Toyota. As you know, there's a lot of road construction in front of our dealership. Improvements are being made every day. And new Toyotas are arriving every day. All kinds of makes and models with new and exciting features. The Toyota brand is a leader in the automotive world in both popularity and reliability. Stop by and let us prove it to you. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Looking for an unforgettable gift this Valentine's Day? Republic Gun Club and the Oak and Ivy Wine Bar Bistro have created the perfect pairing. Now through Valentine's Day, you can grab the ultimate date night package of an hour on the 25-yard lane for two, two pistol rentals, a Gatlin gun rental, and a $50 gift card to Oak and Ivy, all for only $149.99. Best part? You can get this deal now and use it any time this year. Republic Gun Club is your home on the range. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our tractor lineup rated number one in durability and owner experience, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home select BX series equipment for zero down, 0% APR for up to 72 months, plus save up to $800 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Christie's Burgers in Bellmead is locally owned and operated. With the best taste in old-fashioned burgers on a toasted bun, your taste buds will not go unsatisfied. Don't forget about their delicious chili dog or their tater tots with melted cheese. Christie's has that hometown feeling and friendly service that warms your hearts and not just your tummies. Open Monday through Saturday at 1045 a.m. Call in your order for pickup or dine in. Christie's Burgers in Bellmead. Stop by and get your burger today. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. 
Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, welcome back in. This is game time. It's 823. And by the way, we got a little breaking news on our CNC Collision Center text line. I, I just felt compelled to, to pass this along. <laughs> now we can we can move on to the 2023 World Series champ Rangers. It's... I- it's right there. Stop encouraging him. It's right there on the CNT collision. Well, well they must have had slide. the same thing you had at Super Bowl oh, party. Oh, boy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what were you doing yesterday, Tom? I was watching those rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did you guys block it Block it out? I, I, I just don't remember I, seeing I, it. I, don't, I didn't see it. See, it did not make an impression on them. They ran that thing at least twice that I can remember. I saw it the first time, and I was like, ooh. ooh. Yeah. Like I, did, I. I, It didn't, like, it caught my attention, but I wasn't engaged in it. Didn't even get my attention. Well, see, there you go. I don't know. There you go. But I was listening to y'all earlier. I think my favorite commercials, which I think all of them kind of stunk personally, but was the Michelin Ultras. With those were good. The Caddyshack one. Uh, I yeah, like those I liked and, those. Those in the T-Mobile. I, I'm oh, gonna. Man. I'm sticking with my uh, uh, Skechers. Skechers were good. I liked that yeah. one. I liked that one. Did you so, not like the one with all the classic rock artists in it? I don't know that I saw that one. I might have been in the kitchen. Well, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. I did. I did not get to see that one. I don't know why. That one was really good. Was it? Yeah, it was. Did he? I, I did he complete a sentence? Like, did he form a <laughs> sentence? He was. I'll have to go back in, and look at it. He was in a shirt and tie. No, no, and, and no a, telling how long it took him to. To how many Feel takes they part, took? Yeah. Right. What was the what was the slug line? Don't use you, you office guys. Yeah. Don't call yourself rock stars. Yeah. You know how everyone like says, that. "Oh, you're a rock star." You yeah, know? yeah. I don't even know what the, what the company was. Do you? No. We have to. I can find. We'll it. have to. It was a software one. company. I thought. Yeah. See, most. I mean, if they're if they're really really good, sometimes they have a hard time getting their message across because you're so engaged with the actual commercial itself yeah. that you know. I do miss. The Budweiser commercials with the horses. I do miss the Clydesdales. Yeah, they, yeah. I don't know. But that's always. I always felt like the Clydesdales was was the was was for Christmas more yeah. so than the Super Bowl. They oh, always debuted them in re- the Super Bowl. Remember yeah. when they had the, the when they had them playing against each, each other? That yeah, was and, great. And, yeah, that was maybe one of the best commercials ever made. That Ozzy Osbourne commercial was for Workday, which is a software, software. company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really funny. I mean, him in, him in a shirt and tie. <laughs> it's outrageous. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. So I did I did do some research this morning to see what some statistics that are in. So the network, right, they wanted their goal or was to have 150 million people watch the Super Bowl. It has been reported this morning that there were over two Hundred and eight million. Wow, that watched the Super Bowl yesterday. Worldwide, mm-hmm. and Man. there was watch parties in Germany. 
Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. they were showing all these watch parties from across the country. It's like <laughs> 3 a.m. at all these places, and they're watching they're the Super Bowl. Off. It was awesome. So um, the previous highest most watched Super Bowl was back in 2014 when the Patriots played the Seahawks. So they got the network got their record with 208 million. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. On average, I've been telling you all leading up to this that 1.25 billion wings will be eaten. It went over this year. 1.4. How do they know that? Billion wings through they sales. They don't through the sales. Making it up? No, yeah. through the sales. I saw it. Oh. But get this. Got that I, off the Googles, didn't you? I did. But get this, and this this is the honest truth. I was talking to our buddies over at Buffalo Wild Wings here on Saturday. They had orders already in on Saturday. They would they were going to do just on pickup orders over forty thousand wings yesterday. Really? Oh my forty thousand wings. Just to this one Buffalo Wild Wings. Just wow. here. So they said So lo- where do they grow theirs? I mean, out in the back of that parking lot. You don't lot? grow them, you make them. Oh, you, you make them. them. Oh, okay. You breathe them. And hey, by the way, my neighbor came over for the Super Bowl, the ones with all the chickens, and I asked him how he gets them to in the coop or whatever, and he does not play Barry White. <laughs> he does not play Just Barry White. Just imagine if he did. <laughs> I know. Now How many the, wings you'd have? <laughs> I, I eggs. I want the eggs. Okay. On average, what was it? 325 million gallons of beer will be drunk during Super Bowl. That was up to 327. How do they know that? They don't. She's by, making it up. No, I'm not. It's by the sales. No. Think about it. How just because they, they sold know? it doesn't mean they drank it. Okay, well, let's just say they sold that many. They probably did drink it. And 13.5 million pizzas were eaten yesterday. And on average... 24- I thought it was 13.4, but okay. Hey, we went up by one yeah. point. All right. All right. <laughs> and over uh, 9 million pounds of guacamole was eaten yesterday. Nine million pounds. I mean, I know when we went to the grocery store on Saturday, you couldn't even find any avocados that were ripe enough to use. And you could hardly find anything for chili, which t- which I had chili, by the way, not wings. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this. So, I mean, I knew that if you won the Super Bowl, you got a Super Bowl ring and you get money. Mm-hmm. If you lose, you get money. So the Eagles yesterday got $82,000 and... The Chiefs got $157,000. There you go. I, I'd be on the losing team. I don't care. $82,000 here. I'll I, lose. I don't <laughs> think they're playing for the money. <laughs> no, they're not. And then, of course, you know, Gronk's commercial, he missed the field goal, which we kind of I hate. thought he struck it pretty good, didn't you? Yeah, I, it, that was silly. It was. But, but I, I mean. But we could have gone on, what is that, uh, Fan fuel, fan duel, fan duel, yeah. If we all would have had fuel, uh, <laughs> hey, that could be a good name for something. Uh, no lead, give me some of that no lead. But if you would have bet five dollars and he would have made it, then everyone who bet five dollars would have split ten million dollars. Now to me, that doesn't even seem like worth trying. Yeah, there many, you don't know how people. many. What did you have to do for it though? Nothing. Nothing. So knew, why but, wouldn't that be worth it? So if I, let's say I bet five dollars because you don't know how got many six dollars six dollars back. Okay, so I made a dollar. It's better than losing a dollar. That's true. That's true. But yeah, so those. Well, are you'd have lost five though, because you bet five, you'd have made it. You lost five. Yeah, because you well, didn't make it. That's true. I see. That's why I don't bet. It is called gambling. <laughs> but yeah, so those are the new statistics that they're going to have to beat 
next year. But I have to tell you, I am a little melancholy today because now football is over. Starts in eight weeks. Who are countdown? See, five days. Oh, that's the XFL. The the commercials they kept running last night was you can you you know USFL starts in April. eight weeks yeah I don't know if I'll be into that XFL starts in five days yeah I don't know if I can get into that I don't know maybe I should follow it and see follow it and see I don't know y'all got that look on your face like you're not sure either oh I, I know I'm, I'm not sure <laughs> I want to see it I want to see what the Arlington team looks like with Bob Stoops coaching. Because they were pretty good before COVID shut them down. They'll be wide open, don't you think? I would Just think let so. let it fly, yeah. So, out of curiosity, how how long has this league been? XFL? Well, it was, they had it, it went away. I remember that. And then it came back. And then COVID and got it. COVID knocked it off tracks. And it was struggling. Then Dwayne The Rock Johnson bought the XFL, and now he's brought it back this year. And then the USFL, that's not that's two different leagues. That's two right? different leagues. Yeah. Okay. And how long is the USFL? I mean, it's like this it was around a long time, then uh, it went away for a long oh, time, and now here we go. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I think the US, me personally, I think the USFL has a better chance of making it than the XFL. That's just what well, it does. There's no doubt, because it's got the NFL behind it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you saw the commercials – Last night, even Fox promoting the games on NBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know. I'll, I'll watch a game or two. By the way, if you're wondering, no Waffle House commercials. <laughs> no, I'm so happy. <laughs> Waffle House, greatness. Greatness. I did see a story yesterday on Trevor Lawrence. You know, they did kind of like a documentary, and they were showing him telling his teammate, hey, let's go to the Waffle House. And That's I can't remember right. who it was, but he was like, the what? So he's like, come on, I'll take you to the Waffle House. And he did. I, I don't know, I think it was one of his linemen or something that he yeah. took. And the guy had never been to Waffle House. So I'm like, see, I'm not the only one who doesn't like the Waffle House. That he didn't not say from he didn't South. like it. He just had never been there. God bless his soul. <laughs> Chickens probably prefer Kenny G. <laughs> wow. Hey, I just read them. I just read them. And don't forget, men, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. What? So? And I heard Ward's like, I don't care. What are you bringing me? What are y'all bringing me? Don't bring me roses, they die. I'll bring you a Waffle House gift card. Oh. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Wouldn't it? A Waffle House gift card, for real. Or an actual waffle from Waffle House. Ooh, I don't know about that. I'll run down to Flukerville and get one. <laughs> to go. All right, Steph. <laughs> All go, right, happy Monday. Go have a good day. It's 833. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us Thursday, February 16th, and hear from softball head coach Glenn Moore and head baseball coach Mitch Thompson. That's Thursday, February 16th. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. 
SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Looking for an unforgettable gift this Valentine's Day? Republic Gun Club and the Oak and Ivy Wine Bar Bistro have created the perfect pairing. Now through Valentine's Day, you can grab the ultimate date night package of an hour on the 25-yard lane for two, two pistol rentals, a Gatlin gun rental, and a $50 gift card to Oak and Ivy, all for only $149.99. Best part? You can get this deal now and use it any time this year. Republic Gun Club is your home on the range. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Super Bowl 57 is now in the history books. Kansas City kicked a field goal with eight seconds left to beat Philadelphia 38-35. It's the third Super Bowl victory for the Chiefs. Baylor men's basketball starts the week just a game behind Texas in the Big 12 standings. They're at home tonight against West Virginia for an 8 o'clock tip-off, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. McLennan baseball and softball are both 8-2 after weekend sweeps. Chris Berry's softball team beat Trinity Valley 2-0 and 4-1 yesterday after sweeping two from Coastal Bend on Friday. Tyler Johnson's baseball team took all three games against Western Texas. Baylor softball opened the season on the road, winning four of five games at a tournament in Las Vegas. They will host the Getterman Classic starting next Friday. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. It's 837, 23 away from 9. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Talking Super Bowl 57 most of this morning, and you can join us. We'd love to hear from you. Get your thoughts on the uh, CNC Collision Center text line 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. What was, what was the turning point for you in the football game? Was there a particular series? Was there a particular play or two that may have changed the way uh, this thing got going? One of the things that they did do, Ward, was Mahomes started throwing the football to number nine. He threw it to him a bunch in the second half. 
Where was that in the first half? I, I think they found something that they liked with that motion. And, again, Andy Reid was able to to draw it up and, and be able to find those places to get linebackers trailing back out of the way and, and open up some zones. I, I, to me, it was, it, it was Andy Reid and what the halftime adjustments they were able to make, and that's what made the difference in having him in open spaces in the second half. Juju Smith-Schuster, seven catches, 53 yards in the football game, but really most of that was was second-half targets. Uh, Travis Kelsey was six catches, 81 yards, and a lot of that was in the first half. But mm-hmm. in the second half, it was Smith-Schuster that was the uh, the primary target. And a couple of runs by Mahomes. When he broke right up the middle of the football field, what did he get to about the 22-yard line, something like that? Yeah. I'm like, get on the ground and protect that foot. And But look, for a guy that, that went hobbling, and I do mean hobbling off the field in agony to end the first half, he was he was borderline remarkable, in my opinion, in the second half. He, he, Outstanding. Yeah. He, injury or no injury, he played terrific football. But when you consider the injury that he was playing with, the high ankle sprain, he, he was he was just terrific. And again, on the flip side of it, Jalen Hurts was outstanding. And again, I know you can look at that fumble, and that was a scoop and score. That was a huge play because it was, what, 14-7 to at the time in favor of Philadelphia. But minus that play, and I know you can't take it out of the equation, but minus that play, I just thought he I, he made some throws yesterday that were just terrific. I mean, that was that was two really good offenses getting after it. I I I thoroughly enjoyed that football game last night. It was a good one, one so, of the best in the Super Bowl history. Yeah, and, and well, you guys know so many times. You know, you talk about it for two weeks, talk about it for two weeks, and the game just isn't what you would hope it would be. But this one was. I mean, Kevin Burkhart gets to call his first Super Bowl, and, man, he gets, you know, as one of our listeners said this morning, an instant classic. That's what that's what yesterday was. It was, it was that good. Pretty good one. It was that good. All right, CNC Collision Center text line 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. Uh, you can give us your favorite commercial. What did you think of halftime? Most everybody is giving it a thumbs down. No, it's stunk. So explain to me what was wrong with it. She sang her hits, right? Those were her songs. Who knows? I mean, I don't, yes. don't ask me. Yes, they were. I, I don't have to know, again, as I said earlier, I don't have to know the artist or know what they do. Just entertain me, and that was that was not entertaining the, at all. Yeah, the theatrics of it all, the dance moves they were doing, I just I didn't like it at all. It was terrible. Were yeah. those astronaut uniforms that they were wearing? <laughs> they looked like Oompa Loompas. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure. I, I mean, and I'll be honest, once that portion of the halftime started, I kind of – I jumped on Twitter and started looking around, seeing what everybody was talking about as far as the no. first half was concerned. Huge disappointment. I mean, Again, out of 57 Super Bowls, I would rank that one DAL. I, I didn't want to be that guy that went, well, it, you know, it's a bad halftime show. Well, all you wanted to hear is George Strait. Well, yeah, I do. 
So I'm not going to be that guy. Well, no, but you I mean, guys I are being that guy. I don't need to hear George Strait. Just throw somebody out there that's that puts on a good show. I mean, last year's was a good show. Who did it last year? And it's not really, you know, my wheelhouse for music, but they put on a good show. Who was it last year? It was like Kendrick Lamar, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dr. Dre. It was a whole cast. Yeah. I think that's better when they group different artists together and have them do like a super show. Look, the two top ones of all time, Prince and Michael Jackson. Yeah, of course. But again, I'm not even going to argue that with anybody because yeah. you're wrong if you don't think that. But those are two artists that could have just stood there and sang their songs and you would have enjoyed it because of the the library in which they have is unbelievable. Well, yeah, but they also did a great job with the presentation. Was that your issue last night? Was that they were – It's just – It was what, a What bad, was that, by the way? What, what was it supposed to be? Flying? Who, who knows? Who cares? It was bad all over. I, I – she did a terrible job lip lip syncing. Yeah, I mean she wasn't even close. Uh, and, and the dancers were just—I don't know. We it said just, what? It was a boring, bad show altogether. And it was long too. And we said earlier it was like what her first live performance in seven, seven years, years, and that showed too. I think so. Seven years. It was not good. At least that's what they said in the in the interview. Yeah. And again, I. And I, I understand it's the it's the Super Bowl, and I understand everything's different in the Super Bowl. But you just asked two football teams that are accustomed to going well, in the for Super a 13 Bowl minute 20, break. Twenty nine minutes is a Super Bowl every year. Yeah, I get that, but it's not for those guys. They played nineteen games at thirteen minutes, and now you're sitting around for another sixteen. I bet they're bouncing off the walls by the yeah. time they get back out. Look, I I think Patrick Mahomes relished that twenty nine minutes. Because it was obvious he got to to rest the ankle, got retaped, get off your feet, and, and come back out and, and regroup. It, I think it worked out. I don't. I I think sometimes you look. Athletes are able to adapt to anything. The good ones are, and I think sometimes it gets made too much of it. That twenty nine minutes didn't mean anything. I mean, sure they'd like to get back at it, but I mean they've been there before. In college, they've been there before in high school where they've had to take longer half times. So it's not like they've never done it in their entire life. No, I get that, but they are creatures of habit. Well, I, I know, but they are also better at adapting than most people. And being able to just adapt to that is not that big a deal. I think sometimes the media tries to make too much of it. Oh, all of a sudden they got to sit in there for 30 minutes instead of 15. Well, fine. Big deal. You can hydrate and and get off your feet, and it's not that big a deal. Right. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I've never actually talked to an NFL player that's played in a Super Bowl and asked him about that, but I, I, I am kind of curious about it because it is different, and you've done it all year one way, and then you do it differently. than Plus, the enormity of the game, I would imagine those first couple of series, you're probably so jazzed up you, you can't – can't breathe. You're probably trying to catch your breath. You're so jazzed up to start the football game. I don't know. It, it it's look. It's a huge event. It's more than just a game. It is an event. And I get the halftime show. I do. But I, I, do I need a halftime show 
to enjoy the Super Bowl football game? I do. I want it. Do you? Yeah, I look forward I to the halftime show. I could care less. I could care less. Play the football game. That's that's what I that's what I'm there. I'm not tuning it in to watch the show. I'm tuning it in to watch the the game. And maybe I'm the only one. I don't know. Uh, all right, it's 846, 14 away from 9. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on game time. Joined now by Baylor basketball coach Scott Drew. When John checked in as, as a coach, there's the winning, and then there's also, boy, you really want this player to do well for the work he right. put in. And I mean, for, for John, I was so happy that he made two for two just so he could get uh, the cheers and the ovations for all the hard work that he put in. He's not going to make every three he takes, but I can tell you, they have a lot better chance of going in now after the work he's put in, and we couldn't be happier. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Good Feet store. Now that I'm pain-free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com. Express Dry Clean Laundry is family-owned and operated and is proud to serve Bellmead and Waco area customers. They offer same-day service Monday through Friday at Express Dry Clean Laundry on any item dropped off by 10 a.m. Make sure and ask about their three-pan dry cleaning special. Plus, each Wednesday, if you use the Express Bag, receive 25% off your total dry cleaning bill. Express Dry Clean Laundry, 901 Loop 340 in Bell Mead. Proud to support La Vega ISD administration, faculty and staff, and the Pirates and Lady Pirates. The Bellmead Chamber of Commerce is proud to support the La Vega High School girls basketball team as they make their UIL playoff run to the state championship. The city of Bellmead is growing, and the Bellmead Chamber of Commerce is partnering with the city to make Bellmead a place for people to call home, as well as a place for visitors to come eat, shop, stay, and enjoy. Each year, the Bellmead Chamber of Commerce supports La Vega ISD through scholarships for graduating seniors. The Bellmead Chamber of Commerce says, Go Lady Pirates! ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. Super Bowl 57 is now in the history books. Kansas City kicked a field goal with eight seconds left to beat Philadelphia 38-35. It's the third Super Bowl victory for the Chiefs. Baylor men's basketball starts the week just a game behind Texas in the Big 12 standings. They're at home tonight against West Virginia for an 8 o'clock tip-off, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. 
McLennan baseball and softball are both 8-2 after weekend sweeps. Chris Berry's softball team beat Trinity Valley 2-0 and 4-1 yesterday after sweeping two from Coastal Bend on Friday. Tyler Johnson's baseball team took all three games against Western Texas. Baylor softball opened the season on the road, winning four of five games at a tournament in Las Vegas. They will host the Getterman Classic starting next Friday. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, it's 8.50, 10 away from 9. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Don't forget, coming up tonight, third time for the Bears, but uh, Big Monday in town with uh, ESPN here. It's a uh, 8 o'clock tip-off. We'll have the broadcast at 7.30. It's the Bears in West Virginia. What do you think? Do, are you a f- I, I like Big Monday, but do you want your team playing in three Big Mondays? And I'm sure, you know, it's, it is what it is, but I, I, I'm kind of a routine guy. Wednesday, Saturday is pretty good for me. What are your thoughts on Big Monday? I like it. I mean, I'm sure the coaches are like, oh, boy, here we go again. Tired legs. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, for fan-wise, it's great. Now, once you get through it, then you have three or four days mm-hmm. where you can kind of pump the brakes, catch your breath, and get ready for Saturday. Right. So, anyway, Bears, uh, a, a a game back at Texas in second place in the uh, in the Big 12, and they've got West Virginia coming to town. Now, West Virginia was hot. I think they'd won like four in a row or four out of five, something like that, until mm-hmm. Saturday when, boy, they got boat raced by Texas. And Texas is playing tonight as well. So They're in Lubbock, which would have been real interesting had they still had Chris Beard at head coach. Yeah. Now, they've done that once. They did it last year. Last year. It was a sellout, and he was, was, he was greeted rather rudely, wasn't he? Yes, he was. <laughs> rather rudely. So, and I suspect being the first place team and a team that, uh, you know. That place will be rocking tonight. It will. It will be. It will be. Would it, it, And I, I want to just hit this real quick. Would you be in favor, because I think Tech is, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, but would you be in favor once te- Texas and Oklahoma depart for the SEC, would you be in favor playing them in, in all sports in, in a non-conference situation? Yeah, but that's never going to happen. You don't think? Not in football, it's not. We'll see. No. We'll see. Not going to happen because they're just not going to put themselves in harm's way for the committee to knock them out. I mean, you know, you're going to schedule one one really good game and then you're going to continue to schedule the cupcakes. Okay. Just checking, 8.52, it's 8 away from 9. Uh, boy, this is a tough story, but I feel like we need to at least touch base on this. New Mexico State out of the Western Athletic Conference, the WAC, they have decided to cancel their final six, I believe it's six games, in men's basketball after uh, authorities uh, with New Mexico State University uh, reviewed, the chancellor reviewed a report that cited three of their players for false imprisonment, harassment, and counts of criminal sexual contact against a fellow teammate. I, I think you had hazing involved here. And it has now gotten to the point 
that they they've just decided that they need a reset ward and they're gonna they're gonna pump the brakes and they're gonna they're gonna bring their basketball season to a halt with six games remaining and now the wax got to figure out what to do well tarleton's game got canceled and that's yeah. supposed to be february 27th that game the final game and that's that's done they're not gonna play so the whack is trying to figure that all out, but uh, New Mexico State said, "Hey, look, w- you know, it's about w- we've got to make sure that this is right, and right now it's it's not right within that basketball program. So they're going to uh, they're going to suspend play with I think six games remaining in the season. Now they were not going to be a tournament team or anything like that. I mean, they were having a bad. No, year. they're nine and fifteen. Yeah, they were having and, and like I think two and ten in the league. They were having a bad year." So they were not, they were not going to be involved. But you know, some teams are, or some teams going to get a forfeit win, while others had to actually play. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of questions on the court. But really, the the, the big concern here is this university getting their basketball team in in the right spot, in, in the correct in in the correct place. And right now, it clearly isn't. And the chancellor's made a decision to uh, go ahead and and suspend play at New Mexico State. So, there you go. All right, uh, 8.55, that is going to do it for us. By the way, coming up this afternoon on the John Moore Show, Mitch Thompson will be here. The Bears baseball team starts their season on Friday afternoon, and we'll have that one for you right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baseball, basketball, softball, women's basketball, we got it all coming up this weekend right here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Uh, So John's at 3 with Mitch Thompson. Matt's along at 4 o'clock. And then we're right back tomorrow morning at 7. For Ward and for Ryan, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We will see you tomorrow right here on ESPN Central Texas.